Episode 177 of the Taylor Timothy Show. Today, guys, we are going to be talking about the five lessons that I personally have learned from my first rental property. So let's not waste any more time and dive in. Tip number one is be picky with who you rent to. If you're not using a property management company, in my opinion, you have a lot of control over this. You can take applications. You can kind of vet those people. One time I heard somebody tell me to go look in their car and see how well they take care of their car is how well they're going to take care of your property. So, I mean, I didn't do that personally, but... The point is to this is pick someone that you feel like you can somewhat trust. Kind of vet these people, um, talk to them, show them the house, ask them questions about their life and their jobs and almost make it like a job interview. Um, The reason why I believe you should do this is because if you get the right tenant, then everything else makes things smoother afterwards. I have a buddy that they had a bad renter and they destroyed the house. So number one, be a little picky with who you rent to. Tip number two, I recommend only doing a two-year contract. The reason why I bring this up is because my current tenant said they wanted to do a four-year contract. Now, from my experience, like naturally, I was like, heck yeah, like we should do four years, but I'm glad I only did two because at the end of that two-year mark, it gives me the ability to raise rent because rents have gone through the roof in my area. So it's gonna allow me to raise my rents and cash flow a little bit more money, but I do believe as well, like that two-year commitment as well is, is going to get the, the tenant to commit for a longer period of time. They're going to want to kind of take care of the house a little bit better as well if they're in a two-year commitment. So that is tip number two, only do a two-year contract. Tip number three, some people are going to have a hard time doing this. This might be a hard pill to swallow for some of you all, but be a good landlord. Now, in my experience, we've had three incidents of different things that have happened that I've kind of gone over the top uh, to make sure that my tenant was taken care of. So story number one, right when the tenant moved in, um, the tenant wanted their air conditioning at like 68 degrees. Now, this is a townhome and doesn't it's hard to get it to go down to 68 degrees in the middle of summer when it's 100 degrees outside and so he had an issue with the hvac and was wondering when i got it serviced last so immediately i called someone had it serviced and from there they said your hvac is totally fine and so then i had i had told the tenant that that was just kind of the situation that it is so That's story number one. Story number two, the washer. I included a washer in the process and the washer went out and I went and got a new washer and put it in that same day. And story number three, this particular person, they are using this 
my, my home is a, a middle pit stop, I guess you could call it. So they have family in a different city and, they, and a house in a different city. And they're just living during the week in this unit. And this tenant left his keys at his house an hour and a half away. And I went over there, drilled out the locks and hurry and busted my butt. So that is my experience with being a landlord. What I found, like, why do I believe that is important to be a good landlord is because if you're a good landlord, then they're going to make their payments on time, more likely make their payments on time and more likely take care of the unit. Now I've been in the unit in those through in the two of those instances and everything seems to be running well. Like it's just normal wear and tear on the unit that we've had things. Now, some of the rooms they aren't even in this particular instance, they aren't even using. And so, like I said, with this particular person, they make their payments on time and they're pretty much taking care of the unit the best that they can without, you know, just normal wear and tear. The next tip I want to talk about is figure out some way to do automatic payments. Now, this particular tenant for me, we bank at the same place. So he has the thing set up on auto pay and everything just transfers into my account every single month. It, it makes his life easier. It makes my life easier making sure that that transfer is happening every single month. I know some people do Venmo and things like that, and it potentially, yeah, like that can work, but I think it's great to have it set up on auto pay. So if I were you and you're doing your first unit, I would make sure everything's set up on auto pay. The last thing I wanna talk about is the truth behind renting out units in my own personal experience thus far. Like I said, this is my only unit so far. It's easy. Like doing real estate is easy money. I mean, the unit's appreciating. So obviously with the appreciation of the unit, I'm making more money. I'm cash flowing on the property. My rent's gonna go up soon. I'm gonna be cash flowing even more. So I highly recommend that you focus on doing this. If you're interested in real estate, like some people say interest rates are high, da, 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 da. There's always a way to get into the market. And that's what I wanna tell you guys. So those are some tips and tricks that I've learned so far from my first rental property. If you guys have any other tips and tricks that you've learned from your first rental properties, or if you're in the real estate game, post in the comments below. I would love to learn more. I'd love for everyone else to educate each other more. And other than that, guys, don't forget to hit that like button and smash that subscribe button if you love this content and would love to see more. Thanks, guys, for listening to this video. Other than that, guys, hopefully you have a marvelous day and peace.